0: All right, my talkers, it's Tuesday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and it's that time, about to be that time for Study of Duh. But until then, we've got more Hollywood news to get to.
1: We do. Okay, so just a little, you know, movie shade that's happening oh, going on some. right now. So remember last week, um, midnight in the switchgrass, the movie that Megan Fox is the FBI yes, is agent like a Billy Reed yes. um and
2: this uh, is where she met Machine Gun Kelly, Kelly Colton, filming, Colton
1: Colton Colson Baker aka okay. Machine Gun Kelly anyway and they didn't go to the premiere and their public her publicist said it was you know because of the covid that things were yes. heating up but it, people were just basically saying no the movie is really bad so they just didn't go and La La Kent from Vanderpump Rules her boyfriend, her husband, directed this movie. Oh, So okay. she threw shade on those two for not coming, and... Um, well,
2: I would, too. My Yeah, yeah well, okay. Here's What's what the Machine Gun
1: Kelly just, uh, he posted. Uh, I mean, this is what he just tweeted. This was maybe yesterday. If I don't talk or tweet about a movie I'm barely in, it's because it's... And then it was just the trash emoji oh, with the wastebasket yes, and somebody. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: anyway, um he, yeah. that's what he had to say about it. Well, Emile Hirsch, who's also in the movie, Emile Hirsch, we he have hasn't not been heard in the for part of anything. Life. Anyway, he politely, you know, disagreed. So, you know, little boy Boy uh crap right there. But that that's the mild extent of it. But yeah, that's uh I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes and um How bad? Like I think was it I didn't write it down. I want to say it was in the twenty. Maybe Grant can oh, look that's it up.
2: Horrible. Yeah, it
1: wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Sixteen percent, excuse me, on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's, oh.
1: So, Randall Emmett is the director. I just like the title of the movie, Midnight in the Switchgrass. It just, it sounds like it would have been a good book or something. Yes, it or does sound like a, a good movie. A good book. I mean, it just, it brings to mind, like, the crawdad, where the With crawdad dad sing. Thing. you know. And why
2: are they ever going to make that into a movie? Who the hell knows? That book is still on the New York Times bestselling list. Yeah. And I
1: guess Colson Baker, a.k.a. M- M- Machine Gun Kelly, is not even in the movie very long. She takes she tussles with he's a sleazy alleged sex trafficker. You oh. know? And she tackles them.
2: Oh. That's nice. how they met. That's how they met.
1: Yeah. Sparkle.
2: Right away. <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> You're so funny. Anyway, but You're they did so bond. Funny. They
1: did really. She they do have this intense
2: fight scene. Okay, and that's and where they, they hadn't
1: met before this movie.
2: Well, this is another situation where Machine Gun Kelly had a poster on his wall of Megan Fox. Yes. When he was a kid, kind of a la Katie Holmes of Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, because she was just maybe whatever, five years older than he is. And you met
2: Donnie Love. Donnie Love. Donnie um, Osmond, he was on your wall.
1: Yeah, that's right. That was mm-hmm. a dream coming true. That was a
2: dream. Do- How is Donnie? Wow, he's getting ready for his residency at Harrah's in that's Vegas. That's right, that he's splitting time with a hologram yeah. of his former person he used to perform with, Whitney Houston. No. That's where her hologram is. Yeah, but it's not performing at the same time as Donnie. I, I know, Lord Don't
1: get rumors going. But anyway, just, she, Megan Fox fell in love with him so hard, and she was so sick of bag. Brian, Austin, Brian Green. Austin Green bossing her around <laughs> for the last 15 years. He called Lori all no, the time and would complain. she was blame. 20 when she... This is the problem when you're 20 and you get together with a guy who's 15 mm. 20, 25 years older, if you're only 20, they're going to be too bossy. You don't want to
2: get in the habit of getting bossed around. Okay, you're so funny. Grant, what yeah. poster did you have on your wall that we need to know about? <laughs>
0: Oh man, mine!
2: If you get an opportunity, who was it?
0: Gosh, back then, back when I was in high school, yeah. J Lo. I had one of J Lo. If we were hey? looking at that perspective, but otherwise, I was a big sports guy. So like yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, yeah. but J Lo. I had I had a couple J Lo posters. posters.
1: Okay, J Lo is on the wall. I right? mean, I started putting up Tiger Beat pictures did. like in fifth or or maybe maybe I was like in sixth grade when I. Really we all did, Lori. Had my own money, though, to buy my Tiger Beats. Because mm. my mom was not really that keen on buying that. I used my babysitting money so I could get my posters, oh, you know, God. put them up everywhere in my room, you know. I know.
2: Now, yeah. what do people do? We don't even print out pictures anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I I think that I think kids might still get stuff and put up on posters. their walls. And,
1: yeah, you know, I you still, so. you can get posters, you can get that stuff at, like, the electric fetus and down the valley and cool people with their I don't know, I gotta I, I that would just lose all hope if I thought that kids did not decorate their walls.
2: No, Lori, I know. They yeah. do. They, they do. do. I think they... What is this terrible rumor you're trying to get going to I don't know, but today, how hot Jada? is it out there right now? I don't know, 95?
0: 92, 93, oh, humid.
2: that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. okay. They said it was going to be god-awful. That's not Well,
0: tomorrow is the god-awful. Oh, it's 97 the with the potential of 100 and solid, just pure humidity. All right, yeah, so today we're good. All right. yeah,
1: yeah good. that Yeah, tomorrow is the day to be as calm and quiet and cool as possible because it'll be a dangerous day for Elderly and babies and people over all right, and not getting hydrated. All Dangerous right. hot, Jules. All right, all right, okay. If you want to know about the Jungle uh, Cruise, you know that movie's been delayed for like a year and a half. Emily Blunt and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. She had a, uh, her outfit was by Skipperelli, and I saw both Entertainment Tonight and Extra, and they must have been at the premiere. And it's not attractive. Well, you know, it, it could belong in the ugly uh, blouse hall of fame or it could belong in the great blouse hall of fame. It just depends on what kind of a proportion person you are. Her waist is so tiny and her pants, it was kind of giving me like a modern vibe of Catherine Hepburn and the African queen.
2: Well, and also a modern vibe of the pirate shirt that Jerry Seinfeld yeah, wore. Yeah, okay, that's it. We loved our puffer shirts yeah, back in the day. I know, mean, so, we all wore them. So she's maybe that is right around the corner as the puff. Yeah, I don't know. I she
1: can pull it off because the pants balance it out. Okay, I thought for fashionistas. You know, did we post this picture? Well, we didn't, but you know, we we did post Justin Bieber and 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 his wife Haley. Uh, I mean, like. Uh, Rich people style. All of a sudden, I mean, she's always been able to do that, but he's in a tuxedo and they're at an art gallery. Oh, these two—he is grow—he's grown up. The Rock? No, Bieber.
2: Oh, Bieber! Oh, they are. I mean, Since if you look at month? this
1: photo of him, it's like rich, rich. You know, he's putting on his rich man pants. He's taking off his. Skateboard pants and, and his funny tennis his shoes, his beanie and his Crocs, and now he's in a tuxedo. And his wife, who always is just—I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. She is that Faye Denaway thing too. She looks older, yeah. than her. Right. You know, she's got such Kate. a sophisticated. Yeah. She's wearing um, a lingerie
2: panel. I, Lori, okay, <laughs> now this is something. Okay, so I just want people to know this is a great idea for the bedroom. The lingerie panel. The lingerie panel. Okay, and so what it is, is it's (sighs) lace is put in strategic strategic areas peekaboo places. But not even peekaboo, just inside your legs. Yeah. And then you have the black satin in places that are. This looks like
1: velvet. You don't want to boo. Velvet, we well, be or hot. Okay, but maybe some other kind of rich luxe material we okay. can't even think of right now. We can't now. even think
2: of we can't even think of the word for it. Right. We've never
1: experienced <laughs> it. We are not seamstresses <laughs> here and it's been a long time since sewing
2: glass. But, you know, it's like some kind of beautiful... But I love, I love the idea of the Peekaboo lingerie panel. I'm oh. just going to look them up and see where I can buy some. Yeah, no, they're amazing. So they look gorgeous. Peekaboo but, panels. Uh, Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson, uh,
1: basically 72% Do people I'm like rotten. this movie? It's a cheesy but fun movie, and it's based on the longtime Disney theme park ride, which I vividly... The Jungle Book? No, Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Okay. I vividly remember when I went to Disneyland in California and went on this thing. And it, oh, Julia, I don't want to give away my age, but it might have been when, not when that thing opened, but it was relatively new. And I was like in, we were driving back from the Philippines. So I would have been like in going into third grade. I could wow. back up the, and that was so exciting. And I have a vivid remember of the teacups. Eight is really a perfect age, I think, to like go to a place like that.
2: Oh, you know, wow. it's such
1: a vivid memory I, going on that ride. Yeah. Because I didn't go to Disney World until I went to Daytona Beach spring break when I was 21.
2: I went for the first well, time in eighth grade. Yeah,
1: I just went one time. Uh-huh. Between second and third grade, right. and it is beyond vivid. And I've never gone back, because I was like, how can it top what was in my imagination?
2: We we, we went got the a camp. picture with Alice in Wonderland. No, Lori, we went back, because we went down there to with when we saw them sing The Little Mermaid.
1: No, I know, but I'm just saying. You oh, know, like we going went back on for rock, rides. And, yeah, rides. you know, for fun. Going to Anaheim for fun. And going to Disneyland. It's really... You know, would probably be a fun. I have a little.
2: I have a little Disney World fact. Yeah, Disney World is twice the size of Manhattan. Yeah, the Disney park in Florida covers forty three square miles, and Manhattan is just twenty two. Yeah, that's another
1: reason why I like Disneyland.
0: Yes,
2: because it is smaller, and
1: you can fly right in. I think uh, Sun Country flies right into. Orange Orange County, yes, John Wayne, John John Wayne, Wayne. you're right there at that airport, and it's so nice because there's all those little beach towns. I know that's a cute. It's kind of
2: yeah,
0: Huntington, Huntington, yeah, yeah,
1: La Jolla, yeah, La Jolla, Torrey Pines.
0: Well, that's a little more Well south. That's a little bit yeah. Bit more Yeah, south, yeah. yeah. that's but, true. But, all
1: right. you know, if you're there for a week,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can head take the Amtrak down you're, south. Yeah,
2: if you have extra time and you yeah. want to go to Alaska, it's not too far away. Well, gotta... I mean, I don't
1: advocate <laughs> just like you know that. I always think, turn, make it be a longer trip. <clears throat> oh But
2: you my could go gosh. there
1: for three nights and just do a little Disneyland. You and, could,
2: yeah, you could. All right, so we've got we've got to come back. It's time for the dirt alert. All right. Is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
1: Holly, good afternoon. We don't have any idea what you're bringing to us today for the dirt, but we know it'll be good. Bringing you some celebrity
3: real estate news. Okay. In the form of Matt Lauer. I saw mm. this. He's listing his Hampton's estate yet again after it's glided on and off the market for the past several years without a buyer. Now Matt Lauer's not budging on the price. He's still asking for forty three point nine nine five million dollars. It's a beautiful piece of property. Oh, I wow. looked at it. I just looked at the pictures. <laughs> twelve bedrooms, twelve bathrooms. How many acres? Ah, uh, it
1: he, must be on a bay- or a beach side, I guess.
2: You know, I can't. He's a dock. He has a dock. He's got a pool.
1: Yeah, so he's be- he's ocean side. Right.
3: Yeah, so uh, he listed it back in June of 2019 for $44.8 million. Uh, and then no offers, no takers. Then it came back on the market uh, later that year for $43.99 million. Still no offers. Then the listing was removed, came back last September, and then they took it off the market, and now it's back on. And you know what is
1: uh, it's bad a of timing, time. though? Is that uh, Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill is. HBO show and episode four called The Producer is so damning and mm. horrible about mm. Matt Lauer and NBC and the Harvey Weinstein. Harvey knew stuff about Matt Lauer and that he held it over. I mean, it's so dirty and awful and how long it went on and everybody knew yeah it's really a scandal
3: an open secret you know you learn about the open secret uh, of Harvey Weinstein over at NBC in the book Catch and Kill Mm -hmm. and just the executives over there not wanting to cross Harvey Weinstein yeah
1: they killed a, a fact and they the thing that was so great in this episode is that Ronan Farrow's the cameraman producer that he they were a duo investigating stories the fact that when he just couldn't believe he had got into journalism and being producing right. by watching The Insider, the story about when CBS and the tobacco Al Pacino, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the new the this news story will win out, the tr- people will hear the truth, and he couldn't believe that NBC News at the highest level killed the story because uh, Oppenheimer, you know, had. Re- written screenplays and wanted to keep a i guess a leg in screenplay world with his connection with Harvey and Harvey had the good he knew blackmailable stuff on Matt Lauer so
3: he's blackmailing basically NBC
2: yeah no kidding.
3: Uh, yeah. Now, some updates on this property. It is on 6.3 acres, uh, 14,000 square feet. Now, Richard Gere used to own this house. Mm, he initially wanted $65 million wow. for it, but Matt Lauer bought it for a bargain in 2016 for $36.5 million. Jeez,
1: I, I don't yeah. know. I'm just,
3: you know, if I were
1: like a fancy billionaire's wife or whoever's going to buy this place... I don't know that I'd want to live in Matt Lauer's house. That's my other point. I know. About the whole catch and kill.
3: I just think, doesn't anybody know that that show is going on? Exactly. Well, I think to your point, you guys, this house is a little cursed. People yeah. don't want to move into it. You yeah. don't want to be the person to buy Matt Lauer's mm. Hamptons estate. So it will be interesting to see if he drops the price more yeah. for some billionaire bargain hunters. Right. <laughs> so, so I've got some casting news for you guys. I think you'll be interested Reggie okay. Regé-Jean Page. He is going to be starring in a reboot of The Saint. We love this. So, The Saint, the original series starring Roger Moore back in the 60s, was remade into a movie in the 90s starring Val Kilmer. Now is going to be remade starring Regé John Page. He's going to executive produce uh, The Saint reboot for Paramount. This is, like, perfect for him. Yes. Now, he's going to also be in Paramount's Dungeons & Dragons before that with Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. okay. Yeah, so this Holly, do you fun. know
1: about the original show, the Roger Moore show, The Saint? Do yeah. you know that show? Because I don't, and I know Julia doesn't. I
2: I've seen it.
1: You have,
3: yeah. Well, it's a, it's a spy thriller. A spy okay. thriller yes. The Saint, you know, it was kind of around the time of the man from Uncle okay. and James Bond. So lots of, yeah,
1: the CIA and M5 and all that stuff.
3: Exactly. So it has a similar tone to it.
1: He'll be great. I mean, he's so dapper and debonair.
3: He's perfect. Exactly. And he was too young to ever be Bond. At his age, oh, very true. So he gets to play the saint and said, <laughs> "Stephen Dorff is apologizing to Scarlett oh, Johansson." What is he? What? Why <laughs> he did this interview two weeks ago? Oh no, but it's but he went double down on it. Like he, what is wrong with him? So he says he feels bad for trashing Scarlett Johansson and her movie Black Widow a couple of weeks ago when he did an interview in the UK. Now Stephen Dorf was caught by TMZ in Los Angeles and he said that he sent a, a little note. Oh, he that he didn't
1: mean to he was using and when you did read his whole quote in context, Mm -hmm. But we were loving it when it happened because we're like, oh, God, I love it when somebody
3: is completely unfiltered and really tells us what they think of Hollywood. Right. They're not giving you publicist approved talking points. So this happened in an interview with the UK's independent magazine where Steven Dorff said that I still hung out on the good bleep because I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. And I'm embarrassed for Scarlet. Now he's walking back his talking points steven dorf saying that the reporter got me in a moment where i was bleep talking a little bit well he was trash talking and i don't think you should
1: blame the reporter steven just own that you were trash talking and you don't want to be in a marvel movie yeah yeah i mean just own that part of it now that's a publicist told him to say that yeah now he's being insincere because he just would have
3: normally just told us I was trash talking <laughs> right <laughs> now. There is a little interesting twist to this. So Stephen Dorff actually was in a Marvel movie. Technically, oh, that's right. He was in the original blade with Wesley Snipes and blade is a marvel superhero that was back in 1997 blade is getting the reboot mm-hmm. treatment so i wonder if his people are like dude dude Steven, you could be in this you could be in this yeah. you could get a lot of money you could become high profile again instead of trash talking scarlett johansson and he the was kind of
1: wasn't he kind of promoting some movie that we're probably not going to see yes yeah <laughs> exactly. and you know it. he was really great in a uh, true detective oh, i thought he really, was he yes he yeah. was great we like we hadn't yeah, seen we him in him. a long time. Mm-hmm.
2: I like him. This this is just an unfortunate thing and it was so silly to slam such a great movie.
1: Well, but when you read the whole interview, it was. No one ever does. But we read all the. uh, He didn't just slam her. He said all kinds of amazing things. (laughs) He really was on fire.
3: Very much so. Let's catch up with Martin Skrelly, the Pharma Bro, who's behind bars. His one of a kind Wu Tang Clan album, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, has been sold by the U.S. government today. Oh, really? Like to pay fines or something? Yes. Did he
1: own the only copy? I remember when he bought this and people lost their minds.
3: Yes, this is the only copy of this Wu-Tang Clan album that exists. It's a one-of-a-kind album and Martin Screlly bought it. People were extremely upset that mm-hmm. he purchased it. Now, the U.S. government is not saying the buyer or the sale price of the album not being revealed by prosecutors because they're saying there's a confidentiality provision in the contract. Martin mm. Screlly serving a seven-year print prison sentence for securities fraud and he's been ordered to surrender the album as part of a forfeiture judgment of about 7.4 million dollars i
1: suppose it's in his safety deposit safe
3: (laughs) yeah well you know and one can only hope that the person who now has this wu-tang clan album will truly, truly enjoy it yeah, and share it with the children. Uh, FX and the New York Times extending their relationship this after framing Britney Spears, their documentary that aired on FX and Hulu was such a big hit. Mm -hmm. So they have ordered additional documentary films that will air under the New York Times Presents banner. Uh, No word yet on who they're going to be making documentaries about, but if it's any indication, uh, it's going to cause conversation. I think
1: they're going to do a story about Matt Lauer Oh, because based on that that show, the catch and kill show, Holly, when the, when that producer after he quit NBC because of how NBC swept it under the rug and Ronan Farrell basically was let go, um, he went to the New York Times and they did they did the first report on Matt Lauer. That was the story that. The next day he
3: was fired. Well, geez, I hope they do. I hope they I hope too. they really do something with Matt Lauer there. There's a lot yeah. to be told about that mm-hmm. story. But we don't have time now. All right, we no. don't. And now
0: it is time for... A duh. 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 This duh. is The Study duh. of duh, duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that duh. Everybody knows.
1: Oh my goodness, you guys. What, uh, there's so many good studies constantly happening. It's just a real... It's almost become more work trying to... Find the right ones to share? Doing do or die with the <laughs> studies, you know. Uh, letting you know what, what will be more...
2: <laughs> so much hard work yeah.
1: being done here inside the box. Yeah, Bi-Tac you know, studios. really, like some studies should make the cut, yet they don't. But here is one, and this is... Um, uh, I think it's a study of duh, but um, two in two out of three new parents admit that they just wing it through the first year of their
2: kid's <laughs> life. You totally do. You have no idea what you're supposed to so do. So, this is a duh, right? Absolutely. have no idea what you're supposed to do. And there's and really.
1: Why? Because children don't come with an instruction manual. <laughs> no, but parents should have classes. Yeah, but you yep. know, that's not how it works. No, it isn't. Um, they just come. Two out of three parents of infants say they haven't a clue what they're doing and that. Um, at least for under one sixty eight percent feel like they're pretty much winging it most of the time, um, especially those first six months, because oh. it's all so dazzling. And I thought this one made the cut today because we have a little, like, three month old. We do. The little glam baby is in my house and little staying Bruce-y. with us, and little Bruce, and he's just, he's three months. And I mean, he's not that much different from Casey, really. He, he... Sleeping, farting, um, napping, <laughs> burping, uh, burping, then needing to have bursts of energy and laying down. No, but
2: just he's so sweet. He's the sweetest. man. he doesn't cry. Yeah, well, wow. I think he. I think he. You know, does. I, but we've. He's such a happy baby.
0: Yeah. Isn't that kind of like winning the lottery when it you is get with your
2: first one? I mean, wow!
1: Well, how fun! But he is. Uh, now, this is a theory. He's a. He
2: was well cooked.
1: Yes, he's a big baby. (laughs) He was a big baby. Big baby. And um, my mom passed this theory on to me, but she's like, the bigger the baby, because she was always, she she was marveled and proud of the fact that I was an eight pound baby and she was a 17 year old, you know, uh, Air Force bride who lived on chicken noodle soup and popcorn. Right. right. And
2: back in the day when our parents used to smoke cigarettes and drink wine when we were my, pregnant. Ma- my mom didn't drink or smoke. She was 17. My, di- I, she did, had, my, my mom she was had, still in high
1: school. Okay, <laughs> So... So she was just a teenage bride with good genes and just had the healthiest baby possible. But she's like, you were so fat and delicious. (laughs) You were the easiest baby because you you were so content and yeah, you just slept and you were bigger and so anyway, but yeah. Uh, So what else did parents say? Who do they want to get advice from? Their number one choice, solid. Uh, 60% their baby's pediatrician
2: is number one. Oh yeah. I kind
1: of thought it might be mom.
2: I, I've kind of actually am thinking like, okay, who
1: pediatrician for, you know, then, then it was, um, friends or family at 43%. And then, you know,
2: online, Tied basically at forty two percent. Well, that's because you can ask any question now. Back in the day, we had to look in a book, right? But I mean, even online can send
1: you down a terrible yeah. rabbit you hole. You do
0: not want to go down uh, whatever doctor MD, WebMD. Yeah, never go down a WebMD hole; it will scare you to death.
1: It, it, but all of it, three out of four parents said that that's overwhelming, and then they don't know what to do. So therefore, they go back to winging it.
2: Absolutely, yeah, it's a full circle. It is. I full, get it. I totally circle. get that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Here's another uh, study of duh. Jesus, um, this is sad but true. The more money you make, the longer the longer you have to live. Why is, you know because what? that is a duh. But yes, having money means you're healthier. It means you can buy vegetables. Yeah, I mean, you can true. buy. I mean, until we have a. Socioeconomic you thing more quality? Dental, you can get
2: your teeth worked on. Your, yeah. Things that you know you can go to the doctor. More, right? You can do other,
1: yeah. Right. This 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 is. Uh, it seems like a duh, but they've.
2: How much longer do we have to live? Well,
1: I don't Julia, have that much
2: money. The thing that was interesting. <laughs> How many years?
1: The thing that was interesting about this study that really caught my eye because I was just like, "This is a duh," you know? Okay. That. You know, that if you have more money, you know, you'll have better health. You'll live longer. This is, seems to. But this was interesting because they studied only um, twins or siblings within like three years of each other. Hmm.
2: And so one. And so based on their economic stature. Well, they also. Status.
1: Well, they also, you know, they wanted to just see, you know, uh, within a family, you know, like.
2: Does it affect someone versus another person if you have money? a
1: family with higher net worth then right. you kind of have the more of the same. I don't know what their thinking was, but that's
2: that was the part that caught my eye. Fantastic! You don't see that kind you guys of specific. Think, do you think you would want to know your expiration date? If you? If someone just no, told you. All right. No. Let's just back into it. All right. Just think bigger. Just I for a half this a question. second. Uh, just half a second. I'm so superstitious about these okay, types of things. All right. Things. But like, Good Brad, Lord. if you knew, you know, if everybody knew. All right. So Lori's got oh, her, god, I, don't, I need to leave time. the room. I can't even. Oh, it this. isn't even that big of a deal, Lori. <laughs> You've already <laughs> got it. your funeral file. No, Julia, I haven't
1: updated it for a long time. I've been were so. So proud of it for so long. Well, I know, but that's when the end seemed far, far away. Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. okay. But if you that needed to lift till ninety three
2: and you backed into it, I mean, like, I'm not talking click close. Okay, I'm talking. What is your question? My question is, would that be something if you ever wanted to back into that and figure out your life? I'm, and I'm talking from a financial thing, like you know your no, end date. No. No, Julia, I'm asking. What is your question, though? My thing is, would you ever want to know your end date if it was so far away? I'm talking 95, Lori. That's right. No, I would not want to know my end date because
1: that isn't right to know. Nobody else gets to know. You shouldn't get to know everybody. I feel like this is going to be <laughs> something
2: that there's going to be
1: a way. No, there already <laughs> there already things. No, that is that is not the, that it's is not, not right.
2: Okay, fine. It's, well, I'm it's just saying. I would, I'm, I'm just saying, if I had a choice of 115 versus 98,
0: yeah, to know. Okay,
2: yeah. now now you're changing the question.
1: I pick 98. Okay, but now you're changing the question because you just said, "Would you like to know what is your end date?" Which I assume you mean is your day of death. To now choosing which old age. <laughs> this is completely fakakta and completely uh, it doesn't make hey, any would sense. would you want to know? I yeah.
0: would Here, if you're saying, would you like to know, would you rather live to 110 no, or no? no answer tally- the original question. Okay, yes, I would want to know my end date because I would like to plan out things to know that I have a certain amount of time to get them done. I'm weird like that. But if it's the other one, yes, I would take off a few years of my life if it were later in my life to know the end date as well. Right. So both oh, yes. But yes. I'm
2: going way out, Lori. I'm talking 30 Two years, years. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the intention. It was just a question. I
1: don't know if I even want to know mine. I'm going to tell you you? that the study of Dove, when they go to do a a test on this and they do a survey... It is going to be eighty percent of people are going to be with me on this. I, I Maybe eighty five. Oh, yeah. I don't even. You two
2: know. are in the minority. Wait, I'm not even saying I want to know. I asked a, a rhetorical question: Would you want to know your end date? And I, then I picked two random high numbers, like really, ninety eight versus one hundred fifteen. I if I those were my choices, I would pick ninety eight. I never please said yes.
1: Don't do this at the fair. Like do this, <laughs>
2: please.
1: Like, give
2: me better rhetoric. Don't All right, these, I'm going to start these these making my dark. questions these up. These are this one's a scary dar- one. I grim give you that. This one is it's, really, a little, it's a little grim. It, it goes against everything. It was only based on the money thing and what you were saying over there. I Move on. I hear
0: you, Julia. I hear, I hear you. All right,
2: I'll, no, don't I'll, hear her, Brant And your Brandt, Brandt. No, Brant is a new name. New name, Brandt. Brandt. The boy Grant. Grant. He's Brandt. a Brandt. He's there a boy, go. and he's Grant. He's a Brandt. Brant, Oh, good lord. Well, that was
1: because my next hello, Brant my next study was brain waves oh. reveal why men take more risks than women. And I'm like, they needed a brain scan yeah, for that. <laughs> it's called being a boy, having high testosterone. There are some names you will have high testosterone. testosterone you have high testosterone. Testosterone. But anyway, I mean, they, they really needed to figure that out. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. It is anybody that's, you know, yeah, that's, anyway, that just seemed like kind of a dumb one. But they do, it was done at the Max Planck Institute for Human Cognitive and Brain Sciences. And that letterhead got my attention.
2: Oh gosh! When you get that sealed (laughs) document in the mail, it just look. Casey, I got something from the Brain Institute today. (laughs) What they
1: discovered the theta rhythm, and then then, and then I go through. I go through all that, and that's basically they're like, oh, brain waves measured something, and men do take more risks, and it has to do something with blah 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 and blah. Does it Does it say
2: to what age? Because I feel like then at one age they just stop. Well, because I don't think that's for their whole life. Well, maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think. Because I think have if you did brain brainwaves that. of men versus women, in it their was thirty-five 60s. people. It was oh, 30, half this men, women. This isn't even them. a credible
1: story. Well, to you, it is. This is how many many studies are done by uh, the Mank Planks Institute for Human Guidance. But I think let me ask
2: you guys this: if there was a study though about brainwaves and risks of people in their sixties, men versus women, who would you think take more risks? Women. One hundred percent. In their
0: sixties, yes, yeah, for men sure. get real locked get up asky, later in life.
2: Men get Women get testy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise. Uh, oh, he was
1: he was spotted outside the Hilton Double Tree Hotel in London after being greeted by two hundred fans as he arrived to resume. Filming for Mission Impossible Seven, the movie that's been filming for seven years. Wow! Can you my even... and that is a planted PR story. Good job, uh, Tom's team, <laughs> having that stage photo.
2: Can up. you imagine how long they've been at
1: that? A, a long time, but it was funny. He was he had a mask on, and they made sure everyone stayed six yeah. feet away. Okay. And Lizzo has posted something on her. If we Wait, should run should we? into her in the next few days. Okay, where are we going to see her? Back up. Give her six feet of space. You know, this the problem is, is that we have people who are willfully not wanting to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And this thing is spreading now and kind of exploding. Which, and we're not going to be doing any meet and greets at the fair for this exact reason. We're going to have to ask people. We can't be giving out hugs and touching people unless you present your vaccination card to us. <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> i like you laid that down.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so she did this whole thing. I'm not trying to get nothing. I'm not trying to give nothing. I'm right. vaccinated. But right. I can't be having people come up and hug me. And touch it's me such when a you drag. see me. No, Julia. No, all right, moving on. Anyway, that's so you know. This but Tom just- was doing that while he was making sure that people knew that you know he's a he movie was star star. that he's a movie star and he was happy to interact with everyone. I like that. Keen, as the British say, keen
2: really
1: to interact. Keen. Like and that. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have. I don't know if they've given an interview, but anyway, it's everywhere. They only bathe their children when they can see the dirt on their skin what yeah
2: okay so here's the deal the, the, and I, whole I idea. And the whole idea is that first of all we know this living in minnesota in the winter the more you bathe the more your skin gets dried out in yes. the winter time if you take hot long showers yeah. and baths yeah your skin gets dry out mm-hmm. and these two are very earthy people earthy, you yes. can already tell yes. you can earthy. already tell <laughs> yeah that they kind of smell yeah and i don't I mean. i don't know that it's good i mean i th- feel like they're just earthy and this is their thing i think it's silly But every because baths are so much fun for kids. Yeah, they have so much fun in a bath. Do they they need to take
1: a bath every day? Why are they telling us this? That's That's the bigger question. Jamie Lynn Spears tried to do damage control when uh, you know she said that she hadn't leached off her sister and she'd been a supportive (laughs) sister.
2: Okay, okay, okay. And is going to make go to Vegas as a Vegas residency in January. Get out of town. Get out of town. She's going to earn a thousand pounds a night, claims U.S. sources. Um let's see. Breaking say, yeah, news. The Las Vegas strip. Wow. This is just breaking news. I just read it. Sources say she's considering res- residency the in the Caesar's? Strip's newest venue, Resorts World. Oh,
1: they're paying all the money. They're getting all the big people.
2: Make as much as a 1000 pounds a night, which be like what 110 110,000 a night, 120.
1: 1000 pounds is only like No,
2: 100,000. hundred. okay. The venue's already hosted Slenia and Katy Perry. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Her last concert was June 2017, and it was ninety seven thousand five hundred fans at Wembley Stadium.
1: That so, was this that was when we saw. I know so that's it, when she. Wow, yeah. yeah,
2: okay. And the capacity of this venue is only five thousand people. So can you imagine how much she could get for those tickets? And
1: you know, another reason why they pay such good money too. Like if she's just doing a January residency. This is when Vegas needs business.
2: Absolutely, after the Consumer Electronics Show, then they're dead. And yes, yes. Before the rodeo show, right? There is it's, stuff happening, but they no, need no. But more. it's yes. January. It that is. would be a reason. And who doesn't need a reason
1: to travel in January? For most places, for most places, we just say, "Yeah, let's get out we of town in January." That. It's it's the, ah, um, oh, you know, the bummer month. Right. Sometimes it feels like, like I always like to have something planned. Well, we've always had the Seg Awards. For the last seventeen years, I've got
2: Hootie Fest 2022 uh, and yeah, Hootie Booty.
1: Yeah, I've got. But I mean, we're we're going to LA in February, yeah, I know so we are. yeah we're we're going to have a whole different kind of an experience. I hope all of our old dudes we love at Dantana are alive and well.
2: That's, that's, <laughs> who's still we've, standing? We've, up right? We've, we've got a number of eighty-something-year-olds. You know, with very with very. Healthy drinking, yeah, <laughs> yes. So they're they're petrified, right? Or they're, we don't right. even know what oh, it's going to be. man,
1: I don't know what is it about us. No matter what age we've been, the seventy and eighty year olds love us. Well, I just do. You know what? Can we say?
2: I love a seventy and eighty year old. Man, they got so the funny. best
0: attitude. They're kind yeah. of letting yeah. it loose, having fun. Right? No,
1: no, no, mm-hmm. no. It, they're just fun to, you know.
2: They're so much fun. Play. I love with. older people. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I love the lack of filter when I'm hanging out with oh, other guys. Oh god, we've Same. got this one guy Mouse
1: <laughs> who's like a legend oh. at um at Dantanas and just in life and in the world and I I am I'm almost ready to beg cousin Michael to go to Dantanas and find out if and he's... find out about Mouse. I'm, you know, just cuz I need to know.
2: That would be a good one. Yeah.
1: We lost a long-time Dantana oh. bartender a couple of years ago. Oh. Not even just It was in the beginning of COVID last March. Mike. It
2: was a year ago, March. Oh,
0: Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. We've been
1: at
2: this a long
0: time, people.
1: I know. How is it possible? And then we have a memory, and then we go, oh, my gosh. Well, time is a construct. Remember, it's fleeting. It's fleeting. And we're managing it uh, to our expectations. And when you're having fun, time moves slower or something like that. Faster. Faster. Whatever.
2: When you're not, it moves like tick-tock, tick-tock,
3: like right now.
0: All right, everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.
3: Job done. Off you go.